Real Cuff Radio is about to begin. Everybody loves a hero. I believe there's a hero in all of us. Good morning. This is Real Cuff Radio. Well, we welcome you today, and we're excited. We have a, a uh, missionary that has come to America from Germany, uh, Marisha Janke. And so we'd like to welcome her and let her just begin with whatever the Lord gives her, telling her testimony or whatever message she has. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. So my name is Marisha, and I'm from Germany. I grew up in Germany all my life. Um, I'm part of an international fellowship called FCJG. If you would translate it into English, it would be something like Free Christian Youth Fellowship. And we are based in and out of Germany, and then we have mission bases all around the world, mostly in Asia, but also one here in America. And um, I grew up in this, in this fellowship where we live together in communities where we take people in, disciple them, a very... Um, mission-oriented, just reach out in our everyday life, reach the city with the gospel, go out in evangelism, and, um, and we do conferences, gather the body of Christ, and we just love, we just love Jesus, we love the Holy Spirit, and to walk with Him. And so I grew up in this fellowship. My leaders, uh, my parents, they are leaders um, of this of the fellowship, part of the leadership team. Grew up in community life, lived in a big house with around 20 people, where we took in people like they were studying or living kind of a normal life, but also people out of prison or who just got out of drugs. Just lived together with them. I did my first mission outreach when I was three to the Philippines when I was six. My second one to Mongolia. So um, all this was very familiar to me from a very young age on. And I still can remember, um, it's actually my first childhood memory, the first memory of my whole life when I was three. And I gave my life to Jesus. Um, I was sitting with my dad on the couch and, I still remember it because I was really serious about it, and I still remember that I felt different afterwards, and that something really changed in me. And I, I gave my life to Jesus, and at the same time, I also received the baptism with the Holy Spirit and started to speak in tongues. And um, I really loved Jesus since then and, and, and walked with Him. And um, when I was older, I did um, my high school degree in Germany parallel with the apprenticeship as a youth youth worker, and then I went to university to study. And um, during my studies, I was, I was still a Christian. I was working with God, but I was also working very much in my own strength and doing a lot of things for him, but just, um, yeah, really, really working, working in a, lot, a lot in my own strength. And then I came to the end of my studies, and I did so many things. I built up um, an organization. To, I, I, I worked. I I studied, I did internships, so many things. I was involved in politics, and I kind of had my life laid out before me. I, I was actually pretty sure about what I want to do and what I want to focus on and what I want to do my master's degree and, and all this. But somehow I felt when I was at the end of my studies that I should really lay all these things down before God, before God once again and really ask him and listen how he wants to lead me on and what he wants to do with my life. And so I prayed and had the impression that I should go to California, to San Diego, where I already was two times before serving with a local mission organization. I had the impression I should go there for three months to really just spend time to, to go after God and to seek him and to 
to really listen how, how he wants to, yeah, how he wants to lead me on. Then I did that. I was there. And um, to make a long story short, God really radically changed my life. And this time the Holy Spirit crashed into my life. And um, I would say even though I was a Christian before all my life and I was serious about following God and all this, I would say this was the first time when I really understood what true discipleship and being a true follower of Jesus really means. It means to, to lay down our lives. And in Matthew um, 16:22, Jesus says, uh, if anyone wants to follow me, he has to deny himself, take up his cross, and follow after me. And this was a time where Jesus really challenged me and, 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 and told me, Marisha, I have a great plan with your life, and it's much bigger than what you can see now. But um, if you really want to enter into my plan, if you really want to enter into my ways, it means that you leave your ways. It means that you put away your plans and that you really come before me surrendering everything. So the Holy Spirit really challenged me and, and, and asked me very specifically about different areas in my life. Like, are you, would you be willing to to really completely depend on me when it comes to where you're going to get your money from? Would you be willing to live by faith? Would you be willing to move to another country without your family, without your friends? Would you be willing to surrender the question whether you're going to get married or not completely to me? All those areas of my life that, that are like important, he really uh, asked me, would you, would you surrender this to me? Would you give this to me? Um, and so I didn't really know where this was leading to, but I knew that I wanted to follow Jesus with my whole heart and that I wanted to give everything for him. And so I, I was in this process of really surrendering everything of my my own, even all the good things that I also felt that Jesus has given to me, all my gifts and everything. But it was a time where he really asked me to, to surrender that. And um, because, as you know, the, the good can oftentimes be the enemy of the best. And so I did that, and, and God really led me on in completely miraculous way. He led me to Texas for two weeks. First, I didn't really want to come to Texas, and I thought, oh, my gosh, there are probably everywhere people with guns and everywhere snakes, and it's like in the wild west. <laughs> I really didn't know how it was like here, and um, South California is much more beautiful, but God really spoke to me. I should come here for two weeks, spend time with, um, with our leadership that was here at that time. So I did it, and then uh, through a dream and through different other encounters with God and confirmations and just all kinds of all kinds of ways how God spoke to me, um, he, uh, he made it clear that he wants me to leave everything behind in Germany and to move to Texas as a missionary. I was, I think, 20, 22, 23 at that, at that time. And so um, I, there was something I never had in mind before. I never had imagined before. Even though mission and all this was familiar to me from a young age on, I never thought I would become like a classical missionary or so. And um, like I said, I had completely other plans, but I knew it was God calling me. It was so obvious. He, he spoke to me in so many ways. And um, also the, the leadership then from our fellowship asked me, could you imagine, we really have the impression we should ask, could you imagine to come here and to take over the leadership of the mission base and, and pioneer it anew? And so, uh, yeah, then I took the last two weeks when I was still in America, before I went back to Germany to really speak God about this, and I said, God, God, I, I will do this. If this is you, I will do it, but I really need to know that this is you, and so, um, yeah, he spoke over and over, <laughs> and then at the end of my time in America, on the last day before I went back to Germany, I made the decision to come here with really not having anything else in my hands than just knowing that he has called me. I really have, had no clue who would come with me. 
I had no clue what exactly am I going to do here. I didn't know anyone here. I didn't know where the money would come from. I actually had a lot of money to pay back because of my studies. Didn't know about the visa. Many people just told me it's almost impossible to come for long term with a, with a visa to America. And so it was just all these mountains, but I knew that God has called me. So I said yes and um, decided to, to move here and to really leave everything behind in Germany. And so made the decision, came back to Germany, and I worked for six more months, and then I went to our mission school, our revival school that we have in Germany for one more year, and after that, I moved to Texas. And I have to say, when I came back to Germany and when I had made this decision to really surrender everything and to really lay my life down for Jesus and to, to move here just by faith, my life with God and my life also with the Holy Spirit moved to a complete different dimension to a complete different level before it was more like I was going my way and I was taking Jesus with me but then I, I, I yeah I had laid everything down and so I really didn't have anything of my own anymore I was so dependent on the Holy Spirit and this was the time and really the chance also for him to reveal himself to me how he really is and to reveal that he provides for me that he takes care of me in so many ways and I really experienced miracles and, and signs and wonders in so many ways, um, financially, with a team, with a visa, in so many different ways. And I just fell more and more in love with Jesus. And just knowing that when I know that he's with me, that when I'm in his will, everything is, is good and there's no other, there's no better, there's no safer place for me. And, um, yeah, so God really put it, everything, put everything together and then I came in September 2015 to Austin, Texas. <laughs> um, I love the city. And um, yeah, also when I came back to Germany very soon, I started um, to gather young people of our fellowship to pray with me for Austin, for Texas, and for America. And this prayer group has been going on now for three years, I think. Yeah, three years. And um, they're meeting, meeting every week several young people who really have a heart to pray for Texas, to pray for America. Several of them have never been here before, but God is just really moving their hearts and showing them the plans that he has for Texas and for the USA. He really wants to bring revival, and we want to engage with that, and we want to call that forth. So we have this prayer team in Germany. We even now have a prayer team in the Philippines, in Manila, at our mission base, that pray every week for, for Texas, for Austin, for the United States. And, um, yes, we are here to just do what Jesus told us to do, to go and make disciples of all nations, to go and preach the gospel, to walk like Jesus did. We have a base that's just right outside of Austin, like 10 minutes away from the airport, uh, 10 acres. It's also a miracle how this was given to us. Um, one day um, we met a businessman from Austin, and he was so moved that we would come as missionaries from Germany to America, which is quite unusual. And um, he was so moved, so he said, you can go and, and pick a place where you would like to, to live, and I will, I will buy it for you and let you use it for free. So that was really a miracle that already the team experienced that was here before me. And, um, yes, yeah, so we live here now, and our vision, what we already do, is um, to gather young people, young people who are really hungry for God, who are looking for more, who really want to know who their God is and who they are, and who are willing to like I did, to surrender everything, to lay everything down, to, to, um, to live in the destiny that God has put on their lives, to gather them here, to live together with them. Uh, the first Christians in, in Acts, they serve as our example. That's what we do here and also in our other mission bases. We live together. We want to share hearts. We want to, 
you want to live with Jesus in the center, and then to train those young people, to teach them, to disciple them in their everyday lives, also through reaching out to the city, to other cities in America, and just really demonstrating demonstrating the gospel. And we, um, we love to worship Jesus and to, to pray for, for the city, to pray for Austin. So we go out regularly as a team to the streets of Austin, to the campus of Austin, to 6th Street. Maybe some of you know it. It's the party mile in Austin. And we just worship in the public. We pray um, for the city. We pray for people. And we experience amazing things because we really believe that those things that Jesus did and that the, um, that the apostles did in Acts, they are for today. And it's, 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 it's real and it's more needed than ever that we don't make any, any compromise, that we don't just limit the gospel or the Christianity to the church, but that we go out, that we live it out in our everyday life, and especially in the dark places, especially with those people um, who, who haven't heard about it or maybe who have grown up all their lives in church, but, church, but they have never really experienced God. They haven't, really, they haven't had really an encounter with him as, as a, yeah, as the living God. And so I see such a hunger in the young people here in America and here in Texas where I go to. Many of them, they wouldn't say that they are hungry for God, but they are hungry for real life. And that's really exciting. We, um, we see uh, oftentimes how people um, get baptized with the Holy Spirit right on campus, right in their studying or on 60. We experience how people get healed um, like just a few a few uh, yeah a, a time ago I um, I encountered a man on Sixth Street and he had crutches and his whole one leg was completely destroyed by a car accident he was very much in pain and was already a long time ago that he had this accident and uh, yeah he couldn't really walk on this leg so we said well Jesus is the same yesterday today and forever he did miracles then thousands years ago, 2,000 years ago, so he can do it now. He wants to do it for you. Let us quickly pray. Let us just release healing over you. And we did that, and he was instantly completely restored. And he threw away his crutches. He jumped up in the air, up and down. He was so happy. And that's just amazing to see. And um, I believe that this is what the people are hungry for, that this is what the people are looking for, because it is what we were all meant to be. It is what we were all meant to live like. There's actually no other way how to really live as a Christian, how to really live as a disciple. It's written in, 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 uh, in Mark 16 that these signs will follow everyone who believes. They will cast out demons, they will heal the sick, and, sick and all, all these things. So this should be uh, normalized. This should be, this should be daily business for every one of us, not just those who are missionaries. And I love to see that I love... Jesus working and people, um, yes, we even experience like, like financial miracles on the streets or so many different things. And one thing that we're going to do now in March, probably many of you have heard about the South by Southwest Music Festival. It's one of the largest and most influential music festivals in the whole world. Hundreds of thousands of young people from all different nations are going to come here to Austin to have a wild time and uh, party and, and listen to the newest bands and everything. And we just think this is the perfect place for Jesus to come in. This is the perfect place where we need to be as Christians in the midst of, right in the midst of that, because we have the answer. We, um, we know the one who deserves all worship. We know the one who deserves all honor. We know the one that is the only solution for those young people and the, the answer that they are really looking for. So we will have all the leaders from our international mission bases, from Mongolia, from Thailand, from the Philippines, from Austria, from Germany coming, and some other people from Germany. 
and we will use the time to reach out into the city of Austin, to the streets of Austin, uh, to those young people on an everyday basis, not with any method or not even with our own words or so, but really we really want to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit and we, uh, we want to be dependent on Him and we also see how this is the only thing actually that really works. So that's really exciting and, and really great. I'm so thankful to be here. It's really a privilege to be a missionary to America. I know that it's quite unusual. Almost everyone that I tell this to is <laughs> very amazed and said, what, I have never heard about anything like this. But I really believe it's, it's perfect time for America. It's time that we give something back because America has been such a blessing for the whole world. It has been such a blessing even to us Germans. Um, you, have, you, have, you have such a rich country, not just in money, but in so many different ways. You are so wealthy. You are so generous. You have been such a blessing, such a help to, to so many all over the world. And um, I believe that it's, it's time and it's, it's our honor to come and to, to give something back and to bless you and to pray for you and to, and to share the gospel here with the people. And um, so it's really, really great to be here. We are several young people over the last one and a half years I have been here, now one and a half years, um, I think around, um, I'm not sure, but I think around like 50 or 60 um, people have come, um, mostly young people, to spend a year or a few months here and to really just invest their time and their energy and their heart and their prayer into the city. And we really, really, we really believe for revival. I know that many of you are also believing for that, and I just want to encourage you, we are believing with you. We are believing with all our hearts that this is the time for America, that this is the time for the new Jesus movement. It's this year is the, um, the celebration of 500 years of Reformation and 50 years of Jesus people movement. And I believe the time is ripe. The time is ripe for a harvest. The time is ripe for a young generation to rise up as an army, to take their place in the kingdom of God. I believe the time is ripe, ripe for us to be awakened and to be to be all that God has meant us to be. And um, so we just really want to partner with you and that. We are believing, we are praying for, we are, we are going for revival in this city and in Texas. And, um, yeah, it's really, it's really great to be here. We have different um, events also at our property, like worship events or um, few, two or three weeks ago we had a revival fire night and I, see how people, um, young people mostly from different churches, different cities even come here and, um, and we worship God together and can train them, equip them. And yeah, it's, it's really, it's really, um, really exciting for me to see. And um, I'm thankful to be here and thankful to see what God is already doing. But there's, there's so much more. And I just really want to encourage every one of you who is listening right now to um, to not think like this, what I already said, oh, this is just maybe for missionaries or I don't know, it's really for everyone. God has challenged and called every one of us to live a life in the power of the Holy Spirit and to, to reach out for more, to go beyond our comfort zone, to, to really walk by faith literally. And that means we have to step out of the water. That means we have to actually really believe for something that we don't see yet. We have to, um, we have to lay down our lives. We have to die to ourselves. And uh, this is the place, this is the, this is the time when, when God can come in and when God can take over. And we walk in the power, the power of the Holy Spirit. We walk, um, we walk um, in the way that he intended us to walk. And, um, yeah, I just want to, want to encourage you that it's possible, that it's, 
there for everyone that it's easy. It's easy. Also, what we, um, what our heart really is, what my heart really is, not just to do outreaches like once a week or twice a week, but to really live a life that reaches out to really live a life where, where, where I can be the hands, where I can be the feet of Jesus every time, any, anywhere where I go. And so I really experience this also everywhere where, um, where I go, whether it's in a restaurant or, I don't know, different places, how, how the Holy Spirit leads me and gives me words or so. And this is not about me, but it's about Him. And um, it's so exciting. It's so adventurous to, to live with Him. And uh, it's the best time ever to be alive the best time ever to, um, to, to, to get up, to, to, to take our stand, and to be bold also, also in our life and in our, in our walk with Jesus. Yes. Uh, Julie, I was just thinking, what a blessing that Marisha grew up in a Christian family that really yeah. knew the Lord and pressed in that her, her early life coming to the Lord, at, at, at remembering when she was three-year-old. Not, not many Americans really grew up in a Christian family. But one thing mm-hmm. you said that I wrote down here, you said, before I totally gave everything over to Jesus, mm-hmm. I was taking Jesus with me. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but now he's carrying you to where he wants you to go. Yes, absolutely. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mhm. Yes. Yes, uh, I really believe this is actually the only way for us to, to, to work as Christians. It, I, I saw it in my own life and I, I see it in many others that we try to we try to, to take Jesus with us to like kind of add him our life or to give him some space or I don't know but this is this is this is not this is not the way how he how he called us to live he said that, that those who want to follow him we have to we have to lay everything down this is the point where it actually where it actually starts because it's not anymore about us and not anymore about what we want or also what we can do and our limits are, are being broken and he can he can take over like you said and this is the, the place where where real intimacy where real authority starts and in um, real life as, as a Christian, as a disciple. You know, you're talking a lot about young people, but are you seeing elderly people being refired to get back into what they need to do before they leave this earth? <laughs> um, well, I have a big heart for the young generation, but I, um, I, I laugh also. I laugh. I love our generation, I love older people, and I, I think it's so important now more than ever that we really work together as generations, that we, that we join hands and we join hearts because we cannot do it alone. Also, us as a young generation, we are not able to do it alone. We need you as older people. It's so important. And um, even though we have a focus on, on the young people, we reach out also mostly to young people. I love, I love it to see when, when old people are really on fire or when they come to us and we can share with them or we can pray together. Um, or they, they just they just yeah get refired like you said. I love to see that it's so powerful. Yeah, that that's good. Uh, Marisha, would you just pray for those that maybe do not know the Lord yet, or mm-hmm. or that knowing but have never really stepped out into what? Well, would you just say a prayer over that? Yes, absolutely. I would love to do that. Yes. God, I just thank you so much for everyone who's listening right now. Thank you so much for all those precious people that you have 
called from the beginning of the world that you have that you have destined with a with a heavenly purpose from the beginning of the foundation god i thank you that you have knit them together in their mother's womb i thank you that you have loved them from the beginning of time i thank you that you have seen them that you have known them god before anyone else has seen them or known them thank you that you are a maker that you are our father god and i thank you that that that, that, that we have life through you, that we have life through you, God. And I just pray for everyone, especially for those who don't know you yet, God, or who are longing for more, who are longing to, to get to know you more. I, I, I release an increase over them, and I release, I release your power to them right now. In Jesus' name, I pray that those who are listening, those who are hungry, those who want to get to know you, God, I pray that they will have an encounter with you. I pray, that, I pray, I pray right now for you that you will see Jesus like you have never seen him before. I pray that you will experience him like you have never experienced him before. I pray and bless you with an encounter with the one true and living God that will change your life forever. And I bless you to to see your destiny, to see the purpose that God has created you with and to, to work it out, to live it out and, uh, and to just live in relationship with Jesus. Bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, well, Marissa, we thank you so much for coming on and and just sharing and and thank you. Uh, I just want to say, for real cuffs, that's a wrap. <laughs>